Ivanovich, your host. Welcome back to Strength in Words, a family enrichment program for parents, caregivers, infants, and toddlers of all developmental levels. Each week, we get together to sing a few songs, discuss some ideas for play, and outline some insight about early development. This series is time for you to be together and to feel like you're doing something good for and with your baby, small child, or multiple young children. Please follow your child's lead. I am a speech and language pathologist and I specialize in work with very young children, but this is not to be confused with speech therapy. This is what I call family enrichment. All suggested activities are meant to be enjoyed by your baby under close adult supervision. For a more complete story of Strength in Words, please listen to my introduction episode or visit my website, strengthinwords.com. So before we get started with our activities today, I have three things to mention quickly. Number one, this is our 10th podcast episode, not including our introduction episode. For all you listeners who have been with me since day one, thanks so much for your continued support. And for those of you who have come more recently and have caught up along the way, welcome and thank you. Number two, to all of you, even if this is your first episode you've ever listened to, I would be so grateful if you could visit the iTunes store and rate and review the Strength in Words podcast. Lastly, I want to encourage any and all of you to share images, audio, or videos of you and or your family engaging in the activities we discuss here on Strength in Words to share and inspire other families. So whether that's a picture of your DIY instrument or play object or a video of your family enjoying the songs we sing or audio of your family singing the goodbye song, you're welcome to share directly on our Facebook page or email me at ayelit at strengthinwords.com. All right, let's do it. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. We can start by saying hello to the people who are with us. Hello to Ayelet. Hello to the singers. Hello, 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 hello. Hello to the babies. Hello to the toddlers. Hello, hello, hello. Hello to the children. Hello to the grown-ups. Hello, 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 hello. Hello to your friends. Hello to my friends. Hello, hello, hello. Since I don't know your name, I'll help you sing the song and you can fill it in. Ready? Hello to your child's name. Hello to your name. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Let's say hello to some of the vehicles we see on the road. Hello to the cars, hello to the trucks, hello, 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 hello. Hello to the buses, hello to the bicycles, hello, hello, hello. Hello to the vans, hello to the motorcycles, hello, 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 hello. Hello to the garbage trucks, hello to the tractors, hello, hello, hello. One last time. Hello, everybody, hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here today. Hello, everybody, hello, everybody. It's nice to see you here. 
Last week, we talked about the typical development of infant communication within the first six months of life, and we ended our conversation with the topic of babbling, or the sounds your baby makes with his mouth that combine both a consonant and vowel, like ba 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 There's some interesting research to suggest that rhythmic arm movements, like banging, increase substantially around the same time as the onset of babbling and that there is a definitive relationship between infant gesture and the acquisition of spoken language. We already know that gesture is one very clear form of nonverbal communication. I want to sing a song today that makes use of gestures, both representational, like waving, which represents a greeting, and referential, like pointing, which helps us refer to something being pointed at as well as traditional or personal signs, hands movements, or motions, which can represent a specific object, thought, or idea. Since this is an audio podcast, I want to invite you to watch the YouTube video I have created to go along with this episode, available on my Strength in Words channel on YouTube. I'll provide the link on my website under this week's episode. In this song, we're going to be putting ourselves in a car, so everybody get your steering wheels ready. Drive, drive, driving in my car. Drive, drive, driving in my car. Drive, drive, driving in my car. Driving through town in my car. Let's make a lot of noise and honk the horn, okay? Beep, beep. Honk, honk, honking in my car. Honk, honk, honking in my car. Honk, honk, honking in my car. Honking through town in my car. Hey, there's someone I know over there. Let's wave hello. Wave, wave, waving in my car. Wave, wave, waving in my car. Wave, wave, waving in my car. Waving through the town in my car. Whoa, did you see that? There you are in the car next to me. Do you see me pointing at you? Point, point, pointing in my car. Point, point, pointing in my car. Point, point, pointing in my car. Pointing at the town in my car. Dance, dance, dancing in my car. Dance, dance, dancing in my car. Dance, dance, dancing in my car. Dancing through the town in my car. Hmm, I'm getting hungry, so I think I'll have a snack. Eat, eat, eating in my car. Eat, eat, eating in my car. Eat, eat, eating in my car. Eating through town in my car. Oh my gosh, how exhausting. All this fun is tiring me out. Good thing somebody else is actually driving this thing because I am sleep, sleep, sleeping in my car, sleep, sleep, sleeping in my car, sleep, sleep, sleeping in my car, sleeping through town in my car. You're welcome to use whatever hand signal or representational sign that works within your family. When you watch my video, you can see the gestures I use, which are adaptations of signs from American Sign Language. You may have questions about using signs with a hearing child. I'll focus more in depth on that topic in a future episode, but for now, I'll mention that there has been a lot of research on this, and the consensus is that a young child will use the most efficient, effective, and easiest form of communication presented to them. If your child is accustomed to hearing English or any other verbal language as his primary language, then when he can speak, he will. Signing can be considered a form of gesture, a very specific representational gesture. And again, gestures, gestures often develop before speech. Remember that most children are starting to babble around the same time when they start to experiment with movements of their arms, such as banging on a drum. 
This is a good way of thinking about how precise their movements are and how much more precise those movements will need to be to sequence all the sounds in a word. But all of this is a progression of ability. First, we see larger, less refined movements like banging or sweeping with the hand to move an item from one place to another or babbling with a simple consonant vowel combination. And then those eventually turn into more precise movements and sequences of movements. Gestures like pointing or signing, pincer grasping with the thumb and forefinger, and actual words which require a particular set of sounds in a particular sequence. Let's give all those arm bangers and babblers at home something to think, sing and bang about with this next one. Now, I have with me a nice makeshift drum set, a few bowls, pots, and boxes, and a paper towel holder with a round flat piece of aluminum foil through the top. I like to think of this as my symbol. For additional fun, you can add in an empty paper towel roll or a wooden spoon to use as a mallet. This provides a lot of different surfaces for little hands or mallets to bang away. You might even place them at slightly different levels for a child who is starting to cruise or in a crescent shape around the little one who is not yet sitting up but who might want a new experience during tummy time. Here's what we're going to do. Instead of singing a traditional song, I'm going to give you a few simple rhythms to imitate. For now, you can tap the rhythms on a bowl or pot or on your knees or on the floor. I'll make the rhythm with my hands and my mouth on a nonsense word like da. And then I'll pause. That's your cue. Ready? Okay. Da, da, da. Da 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 Okay, how is that? We're listening, discerning, and then activating both our brains and our bodies. Let's try another set, shall we? Okay, ready? Da 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 Cool. So this is great fun if your toddler or preschooler is able to repeat rhythms back to you. But what about a little babbler? That activity is going to be fun for him to listen to on this podcast and interesting for him to watch you do, but probably way too complicated for him to actually perform an imitation. So how can we make it more about him? We can switch the activity around and imitate the rhythms he makes. When we do this, we make rhythms together. We take turns and we validate and repeat what our little ones create. So if he makes three short bursts, ba, ba, ba. you make three short bursts, ba, ba, ba. and then pause. Wait for him to go again. When he does, imitate his rhythms again. He may notice what you're doing and get a real kick out of it. Do this with vocalizations as well. This encourages your baby to engage in that vocal play because he sees that you can be playful too. There is a stage within that first year of life when typically developing babies realize that their caregivers are imitating them. 
And most of the time, they find this pretty hilarious, or at least fascinating. You may have heard that using baby talk with your baby is not a good idea. If all you're doing or saying to your infant all day long is goo goo gaga, then yes, please stop. Or if what you're doing with your verbal toddler is repeating back his infantilized versions of words, wawa for water or bup for cup, regardless of how cute it might be, try to stop that too. Again, children learn through imitation, so when we use actual and correct forms of words and correct sentence structures, that is what we're going to be teaching them. This vocal play imitation is different from that baby talk in several ways. First, I'm assuming that this is not the only time you talk with your child. By all means, talk with your child using actual language. Narrate your day until you feel like a walking audiobook. Talk about what you're doing, what your child is doing, what you see, where you're going, etc. no matter whether your child is just three days old or three years old. But also, stop to engage in vocal play, like the kind we were talking about just now. This kind of interaction falls under the category of social play. And when you do it again and again, your baby is able to categorize it as a social routine or a game that he plays with you. Another example would be a game like peekaboo. Even preverbal children can request things like social routines by actually initiating them or by getting into the same position or bringing you the same props you used the last time you played that way. It takes us as parents and caregivers paying attention to those associations that our children are making to sometimes read their cues. All right. Thanks for being here. See you later. What will you do the rest of your day? Goodbye to the babies. Goodbye to the toddlers. Goodbye bigger kids. Goodbye all the siblings. Goodbye grown-ups. Goodbye to the singers. Goodbye Ayala. Goodbye to this music. We laughed and we played. We're getting very clever. This is what counts being here together. Thanks so much, everyone. For a text version of the developmental thought of the week or instructions to make and ideas for how to use your very own DIY infant toddler drum set, you can head over to my website, strengthinwords.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, as well as straight from my website. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review on any and all of those forums. If you feel inclined to support what we're doing here at Strength in Words, you can do so by visiting my website and clicking on the link to either make a one-time donation or by becoming a patron of Strength in Words on Patreon. I'll be here again next week.